there are a lot of sleeping issues in this area. You are listening to Australia's podcast for accountants, Tax Talks, the podcast to run and grow your firm. Welcome to episode 279 of Text Talks. This is Heide Robson and thank you to Class for sponsoring this episode. Today is a short episode and the last interview recorded in December. It is about family trust elections and specifically about what to do when you receive a new client with a loss making trust. But without a family trust election. What should you do in that case? Should you go back and amend as far as you can to get an FTE into the loss years or should you leave things as they are? So basically, when does a loss-making trust need a family trust election? This is the question Jeff Steen of Brownwright Steen Lawyers in Sydney will discuss with you. accountant receives a new client a trust with losses the moment you have a trust with losses you immediately think a family trust election i think at least i do i agree uh, it's very important if you've got a client that comes to you with a family trust that has losses can you use those losses going forward and that was my initial thought as, as well you know losses for the last five six years so well beyond the amendment period and i i was tearing my hair and i was thinking to myself, why on earth did the previous accountant not do a family trust election? And I already, and so I was already looking at amendment periods, etc. when what tax return was lodged, etc. But then I thought, hold on, maybe we don't need a family trust election if all the tests are passed smooth sailing, if there is no injection, if there's no income injection, if there is no change of distribution or any distribution, I mean, there were mainly losses, so there were no distributions anyway. But let's say there were distributions, they all just always went to the same beneficiaries. The control never changed. If it's kind of a clear-cut family trust where basically just one person runs the trust, does everything, then I was thinking maybe then we don't need to worry about a family trust election and maybe that's why the previous accountant didn't do it. Why would you take the risk to make sure that there's no income injection, there's no change of business, you've got issues around it and you don't even have to inquire further then as to whether you ought or ought not to make the um, election or whether you can or can't carry forward the loss. It's just a lot safer to make the family trust election. Obviously there are downsides in doing so. It restricts the opportunity to make distributions outside the family group and you've got to be careful to make sure that you're defining the family group appropriately. For most people with family trusts, unless you're, you know, the only reason why you wouldn't make the family trust election is if you're thinking about uh, selling a trust with losses. And if you're thinking about selling a trust with losses, question whether you should be you know, rethinking your strategy in, in, in full anyway. So usually, unless you plan to distribute to somebody who's outside of the family group, so for example, your, your sister or your brother, because I think those sisters and brothers, I think siblings are not in the family group for family trust election. So unless you want to distribute to people outside of the family group, have a family trust election. Yeah, and again, it may be you've just got to think about who is the test individual. So sometimes if, if one of the parents is still alive, then you can nominate the um, parent and that gives you a particular family group. 
Another choice is to nominate one of the children, and that gives you a particular family group. If you received a new client with losses over the past six years, no family trust election, would you go back and amend all tax returns to get the family trust election right into the first loss year? Or would you make the family trust election back to the earliest tax return you can still amend? And then you would just check that the years prior to this pass all the four tests and hopefully it's all fine. And so then you just bring the FTE in later. I would do the latter. That is amend what you can amend to the extent that it needs amending. Or maybe not amend at all and just start the FTE now? Yeah, that would also probably be okay. It'll still probably get you there. So basically check the four tests for the past years. If there was no income injection, there were only losses anyway. There was never any income that was distributed because the income was always paid through wages. So there was always a loss. And so in that respect, you basically don't have an issue around control or distribution pattern or anything so then basically just do the FTE now and going so you have it going forward yeah I agree in theory if you wanted to amend a tax return that is outside of the amendment period then you have to ask for the commissioner's discretion correct yeah you're not in an automatic request for an amendment for simple family trust for many clients all their structures are quite simple And they just have a discretionary trust and they've made an FTE and that's it and you don't worry too much. But for clients that have more complicated structures, they might be using corporate beneficiaries, they might be using other trusts that are downstream that they want to distribute into or inject income into, then making sure they've picked up their FTEs or their interposed entity elections in relation to those becomes a very problematic exercise. You've got to be very careful to have done it right. And when you overlay all of that with the estate planning position, you've got to make sure that when the trust ultimately makes distributions after the death of the principal, that it's going to hit entities that are still within the family group or able to make the same family trust election with the same test individual. Really, really hard. In my view, the whole family trust election group is ripe for reform, but it's probably 10 years away from it getting on the agenda. And the 10 years is going to be that generational change since it first came in. So we first started talking about family trust elections in 95. And my guess is, you know, 30 years on, so that'll be 2025, you'll start to see some of the problems emerge when people are starting to unwind trusts as there's a, a generational change. So there are a lot of sleeping issues in this area, Heidi, and, and you're right to raise them. Test individual, it doesn't matter if the test individual dies. I mean, of course it matters, but it doesn't matter for the FTE, correct? If the test individual dies, it's still the test individual. So the family group doesn't change. You don't have to nominate a new test individual, correct? Not only do you not have to nominate a test individual, but you cannot nominate a test individual, a change okay. the individual, right? So, so essentially it's... The individual defines the family group. But of course, it can become more tricky later on when you bring new entities into the family group, you know, new companies, et cetera, that the test individual doesn't own, somebody further down owns, et cetera. Then you can suddenly move towards the edges of the um, family group and then you can have issues. But exactly right. And uh, it's not that, but in my experience, many practitioners don't turn their mind to that piece. I don't know what your experience is, Heidi, but certainly mine is that many practitioners, the family trust election is, look, are we complying? Yes. 
have we got the um, have, you know have we ticked the box? But thinking about it broadly, what is this trust doing? How is the wealth transferring through the family? It becomes a, an important exercise. And, and some of these more complex families where you've got blended families and you've got stepchildren and all sorts of other relationships, how does it integrate with the estate planning? It's just, again, when you're picking up a new file, it's not the first thing you're going to think about. The mm. first thing you're going to think about is, do I have losses carried forward or do I have frank distributions that I need to make sure can pass through? So family trust elections are particularly dangerous in blended families. They're dangerous in blended families, even on their face, because you've got to make sure that the members of the blended family are still within the relevant family group of the test individual that's been nominated. But it's even more difficult when you start to look at the estate planning piece. Welcome back. So always check who the test individual is. Everything hinges on that point and then assess to what extent and whether any of the loss provisions pose an issue. And hopefully all is fine. There was no income injection, no change of control, etc. So that you are okay to just do the FTE in the current loss here. And there's a very important question I completely forgot to ask. And that is, should you amend a tax return prepared by a different accountant? If you go back and amend tax returns prepared by previous accountants to get an FTE in, are you then responsible for everything that is in that return? Because if that is the case, I wouldn't amend any previous returns prepared by previous accountants because you don't know what is hidden in there. You rely on the previous accountant's judgment. And if you then amend and relodge their return, that distinction between their work and your work becomes very fuzzy. So if previous returns need to be amended, I think it should be done through the previous accountant and not you. But I will get back to you on that point. In the next episode, and that is our first interview recorded this year, so now in February 2021, in the next episode, episode 280, Bryce Figo of DBA Lawyers in Melbourne will talk about property development within an SMSF because you can develop property within an SMSF. The question is just how to do it and more importantly, how not to do it. So this is what Bryce Figo will discuss with you next week. Until then, thank you for listening and thank you to class for their support. Bye for now and see you in the next episode.